Hello, it's Austin Peterson, and welcome to the Freedom Report podcast. If you're hearing this, then you're likely a legacy subscriber to the Freedom Report, which is a podcast I produced from 2013 to 2018. I've since started a new podcast, which I think you'll love, called the Wake Up America Show, and you can subscribe to it here on the podcast network you're listening to, and I highly suggest you do so. Because of the number of subscribers to the Freedom Report being so significant, I've decided to upload short clips of the Wake Up America Show here for your enjoyment and hopefully to encourage you to follow my new show. Thanks for supporting me over the last decade and my attempts to spread the message of economic freedom and personal liberty, and I hope you enjoy the clips from my new Wake Up America show. My next guest, one of my favorite guests, he is the co-founder of BasedPolitics.com. His name's Brad Palumbo. He's a fellow freedom fighter. Welcome, Brad Palumbo, to the show. Good morning, Brad. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate you getting up so early for us, Brad, especially to talk about a story like this, which I'm sure is as deeply troubling to you as it is to me. Uh, despite the fact that we have very, you know, similar tolerant views on how people ought to be able to live their lives as they see fit. And, you know, if people want to demonstrate on the streets in favor of their, you know, preferred sexuality, you know, it neither picks my pocket nor breaks my leg, you know, it doesn't bother me. But the attitudes of pride parades have changed a lot. And they've changed very dramatically in a very short amount of time. In New York City, their pride parade on Sunday had a very controversial chant where some of the LGBTQ activists there had been shouting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Um, Brad, your take. Oh, that is so demented and so counterproductive. As a gay person, that bothers me so much. Uh, look, I think the best possible faith interpretation is that they're trolling, they're joking, maybe to try to like rib at conservatives who are calling them groomers or whatever. Um, but I think that's like, if you're being as charitable to them as possible, I think really, oh, what a creepy thing to say, what an inappropriate thing to say. And it completely plays into this long held stereotype that gay people are out to get your kids or more likely to abuse kids, which is not statistically true. Uh, and we've spent as a community decades fighting back against now they're playing into it either because they earnestly believe it or because they're just that committed to trolling conservatives. Either way, disgusting, demented, counterproductive. Um, and what I will say is I, I keep seeing these clips of these pride parades and there's crazy stuff going on. Weird chants, nudity, inappropriate displays in front of children, kink, BDSM, blah, blah, blah. blah. I just want people to remember that pride pride parades, especially the clips that go viral, are not representative of your average LGBT American. Most of us don't go to those events. I've I haven't been to one in years and years and years. I wouldn't be caught dead at one at this point because they're weird, because they're politicized, they're partisan, they're extreme. Um, they're not what they used to be. And so you're looking at the fringe when you look at these clips you're not looking at an average representative of the community and i just want people to understand that because they're giving us all a bad name yeah i agree with you brad uh, years ago when i used to work for the libertarian national committee my very first um you know job in politics uh we would go and we would man tables and i recommended that we go and we go to the pride rally parades to try and see if we can't get some members from the pride rallies to join the Libertarian Party, uh, which I was a member of at the time. Uh, and you didn't see this kind of stuff when walking down the streets of Washington, D.C. Like it, it, there were kids around 
And I didn't worry about it because I knew there wasn't any kind of shenanigans or anything like this going on. But that has changed, Brad. Why has it changed? What has changed recently that is causing this now, this this desire by some members, even if it's a minority, as you say, to become the loudest members and to be pushing very loudly for the indoctrination of children? You know, I honestly don't know. I can't relate to it at all. It's just never crossed my mind to any such a thing. Um, I guess maybe it's them trying to push back at the right and basically give them the bird and say, oh, you're so afraid of this. We'll do it then. Um, but that is just not a, a sane way to approach politics. And it's not a, a way to be a decent human being. I think it really shouldn't be that hard to have a rule. Either pride is going to be 18 and up, and we're going to not allow children, or we're going to allow kink, nudity, etc. Right now, they're doing both. And that is demented. That is weird. That is not normal. It seems kind of illegal in some cases. I'm surprised they're not getting any trouble. I mean, I saw some videos of people who are literally nude on the street in front of children. I was under the impression that you should go to jail for that. Um, but I don't know why, who these people think they're helping. I don't know who is organizing these events and has lost their mind. Um, but this is what happens. They've become so politicized and so extreme that only like the left, most leftist, most politically active members of the community still go to these things, especially in the big cities. Um, and when you seed <laughs> the venue to those types of people, you end up with this extreme and crazy stuff. Yeah, I completely agree. If you're just tuning into the Wake Up America show, good morning. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. Thanks for tuning in. I see a lot of people watching us over on Rumble this morning, which I'm grateful for, but not a lot of likes. Why don't you click that like button? I know you have to be signed in in order for you to be able to click like or comment over on the Rumble feed, but why don't you make today the day? Sign in, click that like button, introduce yourself so that we can get to know you a little bit better. My lovely wife, Stephanie Peterson, is corralling people over there this morning, so make sure you say hello to her as well. She is my Secret weapon, my smoking hot redheaded libertarian wife. So everybody say hello to Stephanie. And Steph, thanks so much for helping me to herd cats today. And if you're over on YouTube as well, a nice big audience too. We've got a good crowd today and make sure you do the same. Click like and subscribe to the channel if it's your very first time here. I'm speaking to Brad Palumbo. He is the co-founder of basedpolitics.com. We're talking to him a little bit about, uh, about a pride rally in New York City on Sunday where activists loudly were shouting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Now, Brad, from what I have heard from some of the people of, these, of this community, it, it, if your charitable definition of this would be, oh, that they're joking or they're trolling, but I think probably, you know, the extreme, you know, of this might be someone who considers themselves to be a map, right? A, what we might call a pedo, right? But in the middle is probably the reality, which is, it's very likely that members of the, that community and the people who are shouting that, that believe themselves to be defenders of children, of, of, of LGBTQ youth, of, of young people. And, you know, I, was a, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, Brad, and it was you know, when I had gay friends, if we knew they were, we either didn't know they were gay, we suspected they were, or they were just, they just hit it because they were terrified to come out of the closet. I, I don't think we want to go back to that, Brad. But uh, some of these people with their, you know, w with chants like that are probably have the best of intentions in that they don't want to go back to where kids have to hide themselves, right? 
But then you also have the opposite extreme, which is, you know, that they have pride days in school and they're waving the rainbow flag and, and things like that. And kids are talking to, you know, teachers about their sexuality and things like that. So how do we sort of like split the baby here, if you will? Because I don't want to go back to, a, I don't want to re-marginalize homosexuals. It's one of my favorite questions to ask like trad cons is, what's your plan to re-marginalize the homosexuals? If you ever get in a debate with them, ask them like that because it, they, they start having it on and, you know, stuttering. But how do we sort of like balance it out here? Because it, it, there are those people who do see themselves as defenders of children, not groomers or anything like that. What's your take? Yeah, I, it's hard. I wish we could just like go back to where we were at on these debates, like maybe in 2017, maybe just a few years ago, mm -hmm. gay marriage was legal. Trans people, adults were were rare, but not that many people truly cared uh, when they were just adults doing what they wanted to do with their own bodies. I think the things that have made this so controversial again and have led to this backsliding are irreversible medical treatments being pushed on gender confused youth. I think people of all persuasions, including many gay and lesbian people, have serious concerns about that. And they're just told they're bigots, they're hate mongers, they want trans kids to unalive themselves, crazy things like that. And then, of course, unfortunately, many people are um, tribal thinkers. They either, you know, <laughs> are all in or all out. And when you tie basic notions of gay acceptance and tolerance and even tolerance for adults with gender dysphoria, um, when you tie that to radical notions like kids must be allowed to make irreversible medical decisions that will leave them infertile for life, uh, we have to pretend there's no biological realities in sports that affect fairness. These kinds of things that are so obviously extreme, there are a thousand genders, misgendering is, a, is hate speech, all this, this extreme stuff, a lot of people are going to look and say, oh, I want nothing to do with all of that. Clearly, this was a slippery slope. We got to go back. And I just wish we could all return to this kind of sensible, sane position where we have tolerance for different people with different values and lifestyles and beliefs. We have legal equality under the law, but we protect kids and we acknowledge reality when it comes to things like sports and fairness. That shouldn't be that hard to do, but it's not what the extremes on either side want to do in their ideological pursuits or in their financial pursuits, right? A lot of this has come from left-wing activist groups um, that were dedicated to LGBT rights. Well, then they got them and needed to invent new causes uh, to keep the donor checks coming in. And that's why we've seen the push to, to go to things like uh, pansexual visibility day or whatever that is just non-binary awareness, things that are essentially made up and not real um, when, because they already got gay marriage, they already got anti-discrimination laws, right? They achieved their goals. They, instead of packing up and going home, they decided to invent new ones so they could keep the donor checks and keep their high status. And I think, unfortunately, they risk undoing all the progress that has been made in the process. Yeah, that I couldn't agree more. And I wonder what our audience thinks. Uh, you can text the show today at 573-319-1586 if you'd like to have your voice heard or if you have a question for Brad. Uh, Brad, you tweeted about 19 hours ago a video of a Christian protester who was arrested at a pride parade for doing what ostensibly appears to be his God-given First Amendment right. He's, you know, out there protesting, uh, seems to be peaceful, and a police officer comes and gets in his face 
puts him in handcuffs and arrests him. What was your reaction to that? Well, I was really disturbed, uh, but I was actually more disturbed by the second part of the video where the audience, the LGBT activists all cheer at this man being arrested. That was the most disturbing part to me, because just a few decades ago, gay activists of all people understood the value of free speech. They were a minority viewpoint trying to change the world that was initially very unpopular. And that's who free speech is needed to protect. And yet now the modern iteration of these activists is cheering the state suppression of minority viewpoints uh, <laughs> who they were. He wasn't doing anything. I looked into the case. Thankfully, uh, the charges have been dropped. They tried to get him on disorderly conduct. Conduct. There was no disorderly conduct. There was just free speech. So it's an attack on the First Amendment. To me, it's also a reminder of why we need to get rid of qualified immunity so we can sue that cop. Um, but it's just disturbing to me to watch the, the the extremes of the LGBT movement, the activists, the left wing types really turn their backs on freedom of speech and freedom of expression, because that was such a central value to the rise of their own movement. And now it's like they, they think that now that they're dominant, they want to suppress minority ideas. Well, you're going to shut down any future progress because all radical ideas that, that change society and are eventually viewed as widespread acceptance and good started out as minority abolition of slavery was a fringe minority viewpoint. And now we all know it was a wonderful, beautiful, much needed idea. You have to have free speech. And when radical activists of all people can't see that something has gone deeply, deeply awry. I imagine that most of the people who are watching us right now agree with you. So if you do click that like button, this is the home of economic freedom and personal liberty here on the uh, Wake Up America show every day, Monday through Friday, we bring you these kinds of opinions that you don't get to hear anywhere else other than perhaps based-politics.com, which is where Brad uh, Palumbo drops his hot takes of the day. Justin Peterson, my brother, said, we had a billboard Christian guy at Boston Pride Parade, but we all just walked by. It's his right to be there, even if he doesn't agree. Loss of free speech rights will always come for marginalized people and ideas first. I totally agree as well, but I'd love to hear the rest of the audience's take as well. Um, Brad, I've got you for another couple of minutes. Very briefly, if you wouldn't mind, fill me in on this story, because I actually, the first time I heard about it was from you. Um, you had tweeted this just a few days ago about Joe Biden. Uh, and this is a story where you say that Joe Biden refuses to acknowledge one of his grandchildren. What is this? Isn't it crazy that you haven't heard of this? Because yeah. if this was a Republican, it would be all over the mainstream media. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden has seven grandchildren, including one that is an illegitimate daughter of Hunter Biden. Her name is Navy Joan. She's four years old. However, Joe Biden walks around and tells the world he has six grandchildren. He doesn't acknowledge Navy Joan, even though her paternity has been scientifically proven is as part of um court proceedings. She is Hunter Biden's daughter. He at the White House, they put out six stockings for his grandkids, none for Navy Joan. He openly shuns one of his grandchildren. I look, set all politics aside. I think that's vile. I think that's a really terrible thing to do. And I think if somebody like Trump, Trump had did lots of vile, terrible things in his own personal life, right? And the media obsessed over all of them. I think if a Republican politician had that kind of clear and profound moral failing in their life that they were just openly doing, it would be something that was scrutinized. But I didn't hear about this until I read about it in conservative media recently. 
you think this would be something of interest to mainstream media and reporters, but it's not because they are essentially at this point just running defense, running PR for the White House. Uh, and it's really disappointing to me as a journalist because we're not supposed to be on Team Blue or Team Red. We're supposed to hold power to account. And uh, this seems like something very obvious that people, regardless of politics, really just good people should be like, hey, what's going on here? This is wrong. And when they are asked about it, when the White House is asked about it by, you know, Fox News or the New York Post or something, they shut down the questions. They say, nope, not talking about it. This brought to you by the democracy, the people saving democracy, right? I, the whole thing is deeply uh, disturbing to me. And just it's just messed up. I feel bad for the kid. She didn't do anything wrong. It's not her fault. Her parents weren't married. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Brad Palumbo, the co-founder of BasedPolitics.com. Brad, you're going to be speaking at Freedom Fest here coming up here real soon. Uh, do you want to give us a little sneak preview of that and maybe uh, tell us where people can find out more about you online? Yeah, absolutely. So at Freedom Fest, I'll be giving one speech about the mission of based-politics.com, based politics, which is to spread the message to the next generation through multimedia content, uh, the message of freedom, individual liberty. And then I will also be doing a panel on LGBT issues on the right, kind of how to chart a sane and balanced approach on these issues. So hope to see you there. I know that you'll be there. We'll have to hang out. Uh, and if people are interested on more of my views on these issues, they can check out the Based Politics podcast or my solo podcast on LGBT issues, Damage Control. Brad Palumbo, one of the best freedom fighters out there today. Uh, congratulations. Good luck to you out there on Freedom Fest. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. I'll be filming a documentary in the next couple of months. So it's going to oh, be a no. really busy one for me. No, have a good time, though. We wish you the best. Check out Damage Control. My brother says, love Brad's Damage Control on his YouTube channel. And our friends will drop the link to that. I'm sure Cheeky Mare has already got your website up there in the chat. So thank you for your time today, Brad. And thanks for standing up for freedom. Thanks. We appreciate you.